Welcome to the fourth edition of the Circo podcast. I'm your host, Laura Kelly, Business Transformation Director at Circo Middle East. And today I'll be chatting with Christine Pitts, Director of Experience Lab Middle East. And we'll be looking at the effect COVID has had on tourism in the UAE, the future effects and trends we should expect to see, as well as understand how the UAE can prepare for tourists coming back to the country. So welcome, Christine. Thanks for the introduction, Laura. I'm excited to be talking today about something we've been looking at quite extensively at Experience Lab around both the people's feelings around COVID and also what impact that's having on travel and transport. Let's start with thinking around the effect COVID has had on tourism so far in the UAE. Tourism is obviously an important part of the UAE economy and what we've definitely seen and comes as no surprise to anyone is a lot less tourists than I think the whole of Dubai and Abu Dhabi and all the other Emirates were expecting to see at this point this year. I mean the the UAE was expecting somewhere around 20 million visitors in 2020 thanks to the expo and everything else that was going on and it's just not turning out that way and so it's having a, a pretty big impact. We're seeing that in the number of businesses that are disappearing or struggling and we're not seeing the numbers of tourists coming back yet although we're seeing a little bit of increase in tourism but we're not unique I mean this is happening across the world and in some parts of the world tourism is down up to 80 to 90 percent that has a pretty big impact for a lot of people who rely on on tourism for their income. And and so what do you think would be the future effects and trends that we could expect to see do you think that's going to change? I'd like to have a crystal ball that says yes. At the moment, it's very hard to tell. I mean, we did a travel survey back in May looking at what would it take for people to get back to traveling? Were people sitting around at home waiting to go travel or were they worried about traveling and were probably not going to do it? And we saw both extremes in terms of I'm back on the first flight out. I'm missing my freedom to travel the world. And we saw people who were like, mm, I'm probably not going to travel until I see a vaccine. And this has definitely gone away. And every variation in between those two things. So what I think we're seeing across the world right now is an increase in people who are traveling to see family. So you have a lot of families who are divided across borders and who are now suddenly going, OK, well, the travel opportunities are coming back. So I'm going to go and visit my family. I haven't seen them in a long time. You're seeing more people traveling together as well as a family, but they're looking for something different than what they were before in a lot of cases. And there's definitely a lot of hesitation still in terms of travel. And we're seeing that both in bigger studies that are happening across the globe and also in the studies that we've done that look specifically at what is it that people are worried about when it comes to travel. And our travel survey showed that it's not so much that people think they're immediately at risk. They just don't trust everybody else and they want everybody else to be proven to be safe before you go traveling. While I don't know what's going to happen, there's definitely predictions of a new wave. We're seeing that now in in countries like the UK and across Europe. We're seeing a steady increase in the US and even New Zealand that had 100 days of no cases are still seeing new cases now emerging. I don't think we're out of the woods on this one yet. And it'll be interesting to see over the next few months what impact that will have on international travel. Yeah, I know I'm looking forward to traveling again, but um, and haven't been brave enough to yet. Um, In anticipation that obviously tourists will eventually start coming back to the UAE, what do you think the government can do to prepare for that and to, to instill that trust? It's an interesting one because a lot of the things that people are worried about. So we've been speaking to people who have been traveling over the last month. 
talking to them about some of the challenges they've had when it comes to travel and what's been what's different what if anything would perhaps stop them traveling again or make them more cautious about it because these are people who've chosen to travel now so you'd hope that they would sit back and go that's okay this felt safe it felt something that we could do and so they will do it again but what we're hearing is that the biggest thing that's really stopping people feeling comfortable about travel is information there's a real lack of a one source of truth as true for people who are coming to dubai at the moment as people who are going to other destinations it's confusion about what do i need to do before travel what are the restrictions do i need to get tested what documentation will i need there's so many questions that people have that is quite difficult at the moment to find a single source of information that you can trust mm. and that's really where i think the opportunity to build trust is with the uae if we can create a single source of truth for people who are coming here then that would help them help take some of the stress out of travel what we heard from people who have traveled recently is the stress levels that are part of planning has been quite extreme and people have really sort of described this as something that would put them off if they were traveling for tourism purposes or put them off at this time traveling for tourism they would not want to travel next time because it was so stressful this time and things changed throughout their journey. So that's definitely one of the areas. The second thing that really is part of that information but also links to two of the other things that people are really concerned about which is the things like sanitation and social distancing is UAE has actually done a really good job of this. And so being a bit more vocal and and putting the message out there about what Dubai is doing or what the UAE in general is doing to make the visits safe for tourists. you see it in some areas but it's still not something that's really being pushed out there and i don't think necessarily it's reaching the people that could potentially consider dubai as a destination or the rest of the uae yeah there's such a such a lot of information around at the moment isn't there and it's difficult i guess for travelers to navigate as you say those sort of reliable sources and uh, be sure that they've got the most up to date information with such changes happening globally mm. um And obviously the hospitality and leisure sector has a huge part to play in um attracting tourists back to the UAE. So what can they do to support travelers and ensuring that they remain safe? So we haven't really looked that closely at the hospitality and leisure sectors. It's not really one of the sectors that Circle works in. What we have looked extensively at is both transport in the aviation space and also public transport within the UAE. The things that really has a big impact on instilling trust is again that level of information what are you doing to keep me safe is the biggest question that people want answered and also making sure that when you change things information is provided around it ideally before it starts to happen so you're seeing a lot of things change on almost a daily basis that i mean when when this whole thing started i remember everybody saying that oh well masks aren't really going to protect you we now just assume mask is part of our day to day lives here in the uae so a lot of things changes and we learn new things about how this virus spreads and also how we can keep safe so it's natural that companies want to change to keep up with that but when you put in place something that people thought were going to help keep them safe and then you stop doing it or you take it away or you introduce something different making sure people understand why and really kind of 
take them on the journey with you of what you're changing, when it's going to happen and, and why you're doing it. That's really important. And I think that applies just as much to tourism because it, if you think about looking at the media that's coming out of different countries and how different some of these countries are responding to the current crisis and the measures they have in place. A lot of the world isn't using masks. Here in Dubai, masks has just become the norm. The different types of measures people put in place to keep people safe, what even is the appropriate distance to socially distance, all of that changes. And so making sure people understand the reasons why the measures are what they are here and also how that's going to keep them safe when they're visiting. That can be quite a powerful one. But I think also people are a little bit concerned. And one of the things we've heard a lot from our research is, I'm a little concerned about what other people do. I don't trust that other people are going to help keep me safe. And it's not an unusual one. We've heard this a lot over the years for in things, for example, like airport security, where everybody wants everybody else to be checked because that makes me feel that nobody else is going to do something silly. Yeah. but they don't necessarily feel that it's necessary for themselves. So I think really kind of showing how you are enforcing things like physical distancing and, and what measures you have in place to deal with people who aren't following that is quite important as well, because that helps put people at ease and make sure that they're not the ones who are going to have to keep telling people off for getting too close. You're going to take care of that for them. That's really reassuring. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, in the experience lab, you've been working on user experience design, obviously, for a long time with a number of clients. Do you think this is an opportunity for the UAE to to really look at that again and redesign user experience? I think any crisis offers opportunities for innovation. It might be an interesting way of looking at it. We're already seeing some small changes coming out in simple things like instead of giving you a paper menu in a restaurant, they have a QR code and you load it on your mm. phone. I think digital in particular is going to be a big part of driving the solutions for COVID. As with anything that changes and things that people are used to doing or introducing something new into experiences, definitely looking at that to understand what the customer is concerned about, what are their expectations, understanding how your changes and the things that you're thinking about impact that experience, definitely always something to be aware of. I think also one of the things that we've seen is that the companies that are doing better than others during the crisis, there's a few things that they're doing that are doing really well. And one of the things is they're adapting to what's going on and taking the customers along the journey with them. But they're also showing a lot of empathy. This is stressful for everyone. And I think one of the things that I've both seen positives and negatives of here in Dubai where I live it's some companies have been really good at showing that they understand that all of the things that are changing is can be stressful for me as a customer it can be confusing and they're really trying to to help me understand what's going on they're adapting the process to make it better for the customers and you also see some who are not really changing it they're adapting to comply with regulation but not necessarily looking at what does that mean for the customer journey that I provide and I think that's really something that companies could benefit from considering. And it doesn't have to be an expensive thing to do. It's something that where if you take customer feedback on a regular basis of some of the changes that you're making and how that makes people feel, that really can give you a lot of insights into how to make that experience better. But yeah, I think if we're really 
serious about bringing back tourists, then we really need to look at the experience of coming to Dubai as a whole and what are the things that are changing, what are the things, the new needs that tourists have that we can all address, either individually or ideally in some way collectively. I mean, one of the uh, one of the big opportunities in 2020 for tourism, the UAE, we were really looking forward to the Expo 2020 event. And that was inevitably going to bring with it a huge amount of tourists and visitors into the UAE. What impact do you think we'll have on Expo 2020 um, other than, of course, the, uh, the date change? So as far as the Expo is, they haven't really announced any new changes. But what I would expect to see is that they start to rethink some of the ways in which people might enjoy some of the things that are being presented at Expo. If we are still this time next year living with this virus, which is unfortunately not unlikely, we are still going to have to adapt to things like social distancing. We're still going to have to look at how to keep infection under control and reduce those risks. And that will change something that was really meant to be an event where people come together and, you know, just going to a concert, for example, or to a talk. It's going to have to be different. You're going to have to rethink how you would do some of those things. And I'd be very interested to see what the expo team do when it comes to rethinking and reshaping some of those experiences. doesn't mean that it has to be less exciting you will have to be a bit creative with how how you implement some of those things to make it still that the vision of the event come to life, but with a different way of getting together. And I think it'll be interesting. I mean, this is, you know, this is the UAE and it's expo event. You know, I think we could possibly imagine there's going to be use of technology when we're thinking about a contactless environment that we're sort of li- living in the use of of sort of IT and technology like VR sets, I guess, lend themselves to to this problem and still still enabling people to have an amazing experience, but with with those sort of precautions in place as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the UAE loves investing in technology, so I would be very surprised if technology wasn't part of the solution here. There's a lot of predictions out there that digital is going to be one of the ways in how companies innovate their way out of the crisis as well. I'm looking forward and I'm keeping an eye on what innovations are coming out of that tech space in response to the current crisis. And there are some interesting things coming out. So I would, I totally agree with you. I would expect mm. to see more digital innovations being taken into the experience when it comes to Expo. Mm. Exciting to look forward to that. And then at the airport, so... Serco obviously work up at Dubai Airport in a number of contracts and ways in which they're supporting. And those will be more important now than ever as the the airport starts to to ramp up to the levels that it had prior to the COVID lockdown. Which areas do you think will be the most important to support Dubai Airport and the return of travellers? It's a good question. So what I think will be important is, again, coming back to one of the things that we have there is obviously the customer services team, which at the moment isn't in operation. But when they come back, the numbers of passengers come up. We are going to see more people needing support and direction and information. And that's really one of the key areas that team can really impact. And I think also alongside that, helping to enforce some of those 
measures around sharing spaces. So we have the more people you bring into the airport and the more people who come back to to travel through the airport, the more you're going to need someone who can help make sure that people are keeping safe distance and adhering to the right measures like wearing a mask and, and understanding what's the requirement there. People are coming in from all over the world and the measures will be different everywhere they come from. And so making sure that people understand what's needed here, but also helping to almost enforce some of those things. That really helps passengers feel safe. I think that's one of the things that that team can really bring to it. And I I think that focus also on the empathetic way of delivering customer experience is really going to be key to the airports going forward. It was always something that we were looking at at Serco and part of the training that we deliver to our staff. But it's really going to be important as people come back to travel and feel a little bit unsure. I mean, I've spoken to people who have probably travel at least five, six times a year or more through Dubai Airport. And they're still, this time when they're coming back, they're nervous, they're a little anxious, they're they're concerned about, you know, am I going to get infected? What's the risk for me? How am I going to control my space? But also then make sure that other people are behaving in the right way around me. I think that's really where this team can really help and bring that element of looking after people's well-being, really. Um, just finally for today, what do you think, are the top experience considerations when it comes to tourism what makes that five-star review to be honest when it comes to the five-star review I have some hesitations by the way it's currently measured I think Mm. we also need to review how we look at that experience but I think for now the top experience considerations are going to be how safe did I feel how much do I feel you looked after me and my risks when it related to covid What have you adapted across the, for example, the hotel experience to make me feel that you are minimizing the risks of infection for me and how you sanitize the area, how your staff are behaving when they come into the rooms. But I think one one of the things, and this is a bit of a bugbear of mine, so I'm going to go off piece a little bit, but is around, I see a lot of measures being put into place that are related to, you know, packaging things up. Uh, everything comes wrapped in as individual plastic wrappers like towels and just to try and I, I know the idea is that we that it's got low infection risk by doing that but we need to keep in mind that one of the biggest trends around travel and tourism that was predicted for 2020 was around more sustainable travel and so how are these two marrying up right now? So how much is still the experience living up to my expectations and my values is, is still going to be a key part of it. I think when it comes to what makes up a five-star review is as much about the way you make people feel as what the space and, and the, the sort of elements in it is. So I think if companies really want to continue delivering great experiences. They really now need to start looking at bringing that empathy in, making sure people feel safe, they feel looked after, and they walk away feeling that they would be comfortable to come back or recommend it. I think we've definitely, as you say, we've definitely seen a bit of a backwards move in the environmental and sustainability space as a result of COVID, haven't we? Which is um, hopefully something that we'll see, something we'll see reversed um, as we sort of find our way through this. Well, that's all for today. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'd like to thank my guest, Christine, for joining us and a big thank you to all of you for listening.